Good morning. Welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, where we're here every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock or on the podcast whenever you choose to listen. Right, Jamie? That's right. Okay. So uh, I'm Gary Demas. Really pleased to be here. We love all of our loyal listeners out there. We like hearing from you folks. Um, if there's anybody new this morning, welcome aboard. Uh, we talk about remodeling pretty much, right? Yeah. Sometimes we go off on tangents, but... For the most part, remodeling, anything to do with your home, yep. some maintenance, yep. all that sort of fun stuff. That's right. And we've got a whole bunch of recordings that we've recorded over the last, how many years, Jamie? Oh, this is our 10th season. Okay. So 10 years. And that's 52, let's say 50 yeah. shows per year. So that's one whale of a lot of recording. There's a lot of content there. No wonder I'm sure. so tired. I know, <laughs> man. A long haul. Need a nap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyways, there's a lot of uh, stuff available. You can go to dayfoxradio.com, and you can see all of our previously broadcast shows. Or you can go to any podcast, I guess, anywhere. Yeah. I don't know that much about the podcast world. <laughs> I'm gonna get you on to podcast one of these days. Yeah. All right. Find a real interesting one. And a subject that I'd be interested in. Yeah, well, that's the key. Yeah, because I don't watch Hallmark movies with my wife. <laughs> Just to give you a little clue on that. Well, I don't listen to Hallmark podcasts. But oh, there's some really okay. good ones out there. All right. <laughs> okay, well, okay, we told you we'd talk about remodeling. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we've been talking about, you know, the last few weeks now, kind of some functional design aspects, whether it's a small space, a bathroom, pantry, mudroom, those types of organizational things. And this one is somewhat on that topic um, a little bit, but kind of still honing in on that functionality and that those minute details in a space that really mm -hmm. set a, one space apart from another. And in this um, instance, we're going to be talking about kitchens and kind of the different functions of kitchens inside the cabinetry and inside the organizational thing. So, so is it small kitchens in general or just small spaces? In, or? Um, these are just kind of your 10 steps to an organized and functional kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so not necessarily small, just... Not necessarily small, but just keeping things organized, really focusing on the function of the space um, mm -hmm. and maximizing... Yeah, that's All critical that's in a kitchen where you have so many things going on. And yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even in from our smallest kitchen to our largest kitchen, there is uh, unique organizational aspects yeah. of every kitchen. Yeah. You know, it's a hard working room and you need efficiency there, right? You yeah. You don't have time to go chasing down the hall after something that you use regularly. Yeah, absolutely. So. Okay. So one spot I like to start with in a kitchen to think about because it can either be a very high functioning or very much a waste of space is the corner. Corners. Almost all kitchens have a corner. Yeah. Um, unless it's maybe round. A, and a we galley. Have, we have round. done a couple rounds. Then there's ones. a whole another problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but a lot of kitchens have a corner. Um, and whether it's, you know, one corner, two corners, Whatever the case is, the corners can be really tricky to design around. Yeah. They can be tricky even when it comes to symmetry of the space. You know, I can think of a U-shaped kitchen that has two corners. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you kind of have to do something similar on both sides so that that symmetry can align. Um, and just kind of thinking through all those elements of that corner and what you want to use them for. Yeah. 
Yeah, corners are very challenging to make efficient use of space unless <clears throat> if you have plenty of room. Like a, a good corner cabinet would be the 36-inch, you know, full-service um, rotating shelf. Not the old-fashioned Lazy Susans where the door rotates with the cat. Oh, shelf yeah. <laughs> because your shelf is like half as big that way. But yeah. where you, you open a double-hinged door and you've got this huge rotating uh, surface in your shelf. Yeah. So those are real good, efficient uh, use of space in corners. But the trick is that a lot of times, let's say you've got two corners and the width between the corners, you have to get a sink and a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you're pushing the edge of that corner so much that you don't, you need 12 inches of exposed cabinet space or three feet from the wall to get a full size Lazy Susan in. Yeah. A lot of times you don't end up with that much space. You might have nine inches or seven inches. Mm -hmm. And that's when it makes it really challenging. So uh, we've got to come up with alternatives for that. Yeah. And there are some great solutions. Um, actually, in our showroom, I think there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five different corners cabinets okay. in our showroom mm -hmm. that we have on display. And all five of them showcase a different method. Yeah. Um, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, so you can actually see the functionality and the use of these five different types of corner yeah. functions. And each of them is going to have, if you think about the total space you have to work with, but how much is usable. Mm -hmm. They all will vary a little bit there. Yeah. So I think you're, you're typical. If you have three feet on both sides from the corner so you can get a full-size Lazy Susan in, that's probably going to be the highest efficiency coefficient, right, for, for the space you have. Yeah. Um, and then if you have to go to, like, the kidney-shaped units or something else, they're still very functional, and you pull it out and it can easily access everything. Yeah. But the efficiency of the space probably gets goes down a little bit. Yeah, and I think the, you know, the kidney bean, for example, um, in case anyone's unfamiliar with that option, it's similar to a Lazy Susan, um, but it's kidney bean shaped and you actually pull it out and it comes out so that you can basically easily reach what's in the back yeah. of said wasted corner space. Yeah. Um, so it definitely can be very functional, whether you keep your mixing bowls in there or maybe just things that you only take out for baking or um, I, it's not typically an everyday use location right um for sure but they can be really functional depending on if you are running into an issue like you said that you don't have enough room for the full lazy susan mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. kidney bean option might be a really good one mm -hmm. um, there's other types of pullouts and things like that that can fit into the corners as well uh, one of the examples that we have in our showroom that i think is really cool is a instead of it the corner coming to a point it is at an angle and it has drawers Mm -hmm. um, so, and that, I think that's really functional. You do end up losing and wasting a little bit of space mm -hmm. back there, but drawers are so high function yeah. that it kind of makes up for it. Yeah. The, th um, the thing about a drawer is it's one action to get to what you want. Yeah. Anything else, it's usually two. two like if right. you have rollout shelves or, mm -hmm. or the Lazy Susans, you have to first open the door and then you rotate the shelf. Right. But a drawer, you just pull it out and wham, there it is. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing, um, so that those drawers in our showroom show that really cool example of kind of catty-cornering the corner to mm. make the drawers um, function. 
And then we've also done it, uh, we, I don't believe we have this example in our showroom, but we've done it in a kitchen before where the drawers were custom built to still go back to that 90 degree yeah. and then you pull them out um, and it shows, you can kind of tell that the drawer, when you pull them out, you can see the odd shape of the drawer. Yeah. But when they're pulled in, it's it's so functional and beautiful. Um, I think it's really cool. And they were given false fronts kind of two false fronts, if that makes sense, in the corner to look like for the drawers. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really cool functionality and really useful drawers. Um, in the kitchen I'm thinking of, they were pretty deep too, so they could fit some bowls and, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so you have kind of a V-shaped drawer front there. <laughs> yeah. 90-degree angle. It makes a really interesting shape, but when it's closed, it looks really functional and beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I think that's a fun fun use of the space as well. Yeah, definitely easy access, but as you say, a little wasted space because of the triangle that's empty behind uh, inside the cabinets. Space. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, so in kitchens, there are just, gosh, tons of opportunities to either make or break a design and how you deal with a lot of these hard-to-get-to areas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have a limited amount of cabinet space, and in most cases our clients need every ounce of usable space they have. We'll take a quick break. And today on the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, we're talking about, uh, what we say, taking advantage of all the design or, or the space opportunities in a kitchen layout. Yeah, steps to an organized and functional kitchen. Yeah. And it's interesting when you look at all the aids that have been made uh and there's so many different manufacturers revachelf hayfla mm -hmm. tons of manufacturers that make all these special organizing units yeah um the what am i thinking of the store at the mall um the container, the container store. store yeah of course yes every As, if i could have a favorite. shopping spree anywhere that would <laughs> yeah. be the store <laughs> i think every woman would say that yes <clears throat> um <laughs> but yeah i mean i think because when something is well organized and thought through and how well it can function mm -hmm. it just makes little joys in everything yeah. you know in the most mundane task it can you can find a little joy in that by just find um, a little joy in your yeah. kitchen design i like that that yeah. should be one of your ad titles there you go find a little joy find a little joy everybody hopefully looking. you find a lot of joy in a new okay. kitchen but <laughs> but a lot of times a little joy will help yeah, a little joy goes a long way <laughs> that's right <laughs> But yeah, you know, like I was saying before, though, those corners, um, it's very unusual for them to be your everyday items, I mm -hmm. think, because no matter no matter which route you go, you know, dr the drawers are probably the most functional. But outside of that, you're like you said, there's a lot of two step happening mm -hmm. in those corners mm -hmm. to maximize the space. And yeah. so you kind of have that trade off of would you rather the one step easeability of a drawer and you lose a little bit of space, or would you rather have the maximizing of the space with something like a Lazy Susan, but you have a little bit more process to get to the yeah. items? Yeah, we've had clients request that every cabinet in their kitchen be drawers, or at least as much as is practical. Yeah, I mean, drawers are very functional. Yeah. Um, and even just the, you know, speaking of drawers, all the function that you can pack within drawers now, all the functionality that they've come up with, with even the double-decker storage, mm -hmm. you know, where the drawer has a drawer inside of it. Mm 
um, I think is really cool. Just really maximizing the height of that drawer. Yep. Yep. Um, but another really cool thing with drawers too is, and kind of going back to that double decker sense of them, but the face of a drawer and the functionality of that one pole mm -hmm. can really hide a lot. So if it's a, you know, a silverware drawer, for example, and you pull it out and it has a, two tiers, mm -hmm. you know, so maybe on top is your kind of everyday silverware. Mm -hmm. And then on bottom is more that unique silverware that you don't use all the time, or it's your specialty dessert spoons or whatever the case is mm -hmm. um, underneath. It again, just has that multifunction, but only shows the one drawer front in the face of your kitchen. So your yeah. kitchen is still very clean and, and things like that. Yep. Um, we also have examples too of technically a drawer, but you've see, we've all seen where you can either open a cabinet and it has the slots for cutting boards or for cookie sheets and things like mm -hmm. that. And then they also make a drawer function of that. So instead of, again, doing that two-step of opening and then pulling out, you're just pulling out um, the drawer with your cookie sheets or cutting boards, um, mm -hmm. which can be really high function as well. And we've even done those too, um, where there's a hidden drawer within that drawer. So, so where do you put it in there? <laughs> I don't know. Your gold coins? You know, maybe it's where your oven mitts are, if it's your oh. cookie sheets mm -hmm. and they go hand in hand um, or something like that. I've always liked, um, I've seen before the, pull, the drawer trash cans Mm -hmm. that have a hidden drawer for the trash bags. Oh. Genius. Clever. I mean, <laughs> I always find the trash bags to be a hard find thing to find where to put in your kitchen. Well, you just throw them, and when you pull the bag out, you just throw some empty ones in there. I know, but you still need the bulk top. of them somewhere. I know, you're right. But, yes, I don't know, you're not on... Uh, Instagram and thinks you probably don't get served these weird reels, but have you seen that we've all been doing the trash bags wrong? No. That this supposedly they come inside out. And so you know how everyone else, you take the bag off the roll yeah. and then you try and open it and you right. shake it yep. and then you put it in the, mm -hmm. so you apparently we're doing that all wrong. You're supposed to take it and put it over the, the rim of the trash can and then push down in, and then it folds in. Really? I've tried it. I can't tell you. I feel like it's that much better, to be mm, honest. Yeah. But it does a... stay on better. No, I always pull the loop out a little bit and put tie knot in it so that it, so it really fits stays. real tight. Yeah. Well, try the opposite way. See if it stays enough for you that you don't have to do I that part. I don't have faith in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> I think it's a gimmick. I know. Actually, I noticed the other day on our, we have a trash pullout and... There was a, um, there's a giant rubber band yeah, mm -hmm. on it. And I never noticed it before. And I went to go put it on. I was like, oh, yeah. it's kind of I've nifty. seen people do that. Yeah. yeah. That keeps the bag nice and tight. And yeah. When you put stuff in, it doesn't, the corners don't fold down in. Yeah. But the problem was I forgot to tell my husband about it and he threw it away. Oh, okay. He took it off. So I was like, okay, oh, well, that lasted one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, drawer functionality, um, you know, can be really interesting and and have different compartments and things like that and functions. We also use false drawer fronts a lot, I feel like, to, I don't know, create cohesive design and symmetry and things like that. Um, I can think of one kitchen we recently did that the dishwasher was to the right of the range, mm -hmm. in between the range and the sink, 
And then to the left of the range was three large drawers. And so they made the dish- dishwasher front look like three large drawers. Oh, that's Just clever. to really create that symmetry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was a really cool yeah. kind of, I don't know, installation of that. But yeah, so the dishwasher kind of disappears then. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think too, drawers, uh, again, go back to that kind of one step instead of two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have drawers in our kitchen now underneath our cooktop. And it is so nice having pots and pans in there instead of in a cabinet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I've always had to keep my pots and pans was in a cabinet and never bothered me until I realized how easy it can be. Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely a nice uh, nice feature. What you need is right there at your fingertips. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. So... Um, Another kind of key component to creating an organized and high-functioning kitchen is creating space to hide those small appliances, Mm -hmm. um, but yet keeping them functional. So if you're someone that has toast every single morning, you don't want your toaster to be under a cabinet that you have to pull out, set on your counter, and plug in every day. Um, I think most people would just end up leaving it on the counter at that point. Uh, Yep. (laughs) That's what I do until my wife puts it away because someone's coming over or something. Then yeah. It's always, oh, i got to go find it in the cabinet now. Um, do you keep, are there other smile appliances you keep out or do you put everything away? Well, does Linda put everything away? <laughs> um, in her previous kitchen, she, she had more room for that stuff. Yeah. And we're actually still kind of moving in. Yeah. <laughs> so the mixer's in the corner, you know, exposed. The toaster's out. Um, other stuff I guess she has put away. Yeah, and I think that's where the trend is really coming into with kind of that secondary kitchen or butler's kitchen or there's a lot of names for it. The messy kitchen mm-hmm. I think is where kind of the one. Where you put your hardworking messy appliances. And... Exactly. It's where the work is really done and then the kitchen's just for show. <laughs> it's like the formal <laughs> living room now. <laughs> um, but I I love having like a space a designated space for those types of things. Uh, the only thing we keep out on our counter in our main kitchen area is our coffee mm-hmm. uh, coffee area. We have which is kind of separate because because Oscar has to get to that quick, right? Right, exactly. It's <laughs> you know priority <laughs> priority one. Yeah. Um, but anything else, toaster and microwave, we've always kept in the pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's away, which, really? yeah. So do you, do you do toast very often? It's plugged in in the pantry. Oh, okay. So you just go in there and yeah. pop your, okay. Yeah, it. absolutely. So yeah, no, we do a lot of toasting, but okay. it's away. Toasting and roasting. Yeah. Right here on the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. We'll be back after a break. Good morning on the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. Hey, duh, let me say that again, Jimmy. Okay. okay. <laughs> the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. We're talking about... Taking advantage of small spaces in kitchen design, which is really a key element. Any good designers can have a lot of tricks up their sleeve. And I'm just thinking about all the kitchens I've designed over the years. And a lot of times you just run into really interesting challenges. I mean, it's just, number one, you've got the client's needs and they may have uh, special appliances. You know, we were just talking about small appliances. at the end of the last segment. <clears throat> and they'll have just special items that they want accessible and their layout may be such that like corners or whatever they want 
is really going to be a challenge to make it convenient and accessible. Yeah. Because, you know, by the time you lay out the sink, the wall ovens, the dishwasher, the refrigerator, the cooktop or, or range, you know, those are key elements. Obviously, they have to be in every kitchen. Yeah. So they're going to take up premium space in the layout. So what you're left with is always a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, so... There could be a window in a way, a door in a way, not yeah. quite enough room across a kitchen, you know, a wall to get these things in. Yeah. So it just kind of pushes the designer to a point where they have to get really clever and, and imaginative and come up with a unique solution. But that's a lot of the fun of design, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And I think, too, you know, something I've always noticed in our um, in our job files I often am going back through to look at the before versus the after picture and things like that. And I've noticed that in the before pictures, our designers always take pictures of all the appliances that our clients have, mm-hmm. those small appliances. And, mm-hmm. you know, they get to design in a space for those, which yeah. I think is, I mean, that's the dream, right? That's why people are coming um, and remodeling their kitchen. They're designing it around the way they live and what mm-hmm. they own. Um, so things like those big, KitchenAid mixers. I mean, that it's a big item to try mm-hmm. and fit somewhere in your space. Yeah. And some people bake very regularly and want it accessible. And there's, you know, pullouts that are designated to those. Yeah. Other people find that they use it once, maybe twice a year. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't need that prominent of a home, but they like it in their kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other people like me with like a crock pot and things like that, I just keep it in the basement because I only use it to make chili yeah. maybe once a year. <laughs> yeah, and that's an important point because you know, our designers are going to be talking with clients about yeah. which small appliances they use frequently and which mm-hmm. ones they don't. I mean, it's, there's a lot of that kind of interview process up mm-hmm. front that really plays into all this stuff. And and some people, you know, we get comments a lot on our posts and things like that of like, oh, I would never do it that way. And it's like, that's okay. It's not your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And when we do your kitchen, we'll interview you and figure out your way. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's so great about remodeling is it is meant to be your way, not yeah. everybody's way. It's just your way. And um, another really great kind of organizational hack um, that I love, if the kitchen has the space, we'll often do cabinetry on the back side of the island where there's bar stools mm-hmm. um so if there's any even 12 inches is a great functional space and you put in cabinetry there um even if there's bar stools in front of it but to house those types of things like your crock pot that you only use once a year like your KitchenAid mixer that you only use a handful of times um or maybe it's your thanksgiving dishes that you only use at thanksgiving mm-hmm. you know People have space in different areas of their home and whether they want that stored in their kitchen or whether they want that stored in their basement or maybe there's a, a really large pantry that has room for that site sort of thing. Um, kind of noting all of that as you're designing your kitchen yeah. makes it function Do you have a toaster you. oven? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. You're like my wife. I think toaster ovens are cool. Right, you just stick a piece, a couple of pieces of pizza in there, or who knows what. And so, doesn't the oven do the same thing? But it's big and bulky. The toaster oven just so easy. You just huh. open it. So I, it's funny because my wife just will have nothing to do with the toaster oven. She yeah. doesn't want it in her kitchen even. Yeah. Not even anywhere in a cabinet. 
So the first toaster oven we ever got was when our girls were small. So it became a little toy in their playhouse. Yeah. And they loved it. It's called, it doesn't have a name, a, um, what were those ovens called? What Easy happened? Bake. Easy Bake oven, yeah. yeah. It's but this Easy was bake. a real live toaster oven yeah. just out in a playhouse with no electricity, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. But yeah, I mean, I to me, heating up an oven is not that big a deal. Mm. Um, so I've always done that. Although mm. in our old house we had, it was a slide-in range, but it had the double ovens. So it was like one really yeah. little one and one yeah. bigger one. Yeah. And I do miss having that because that little one heated up so fast um and was very functional but yeah we have a an a full-size oven and then above it we have a microwave oven Mm -hmm. supposedly it does more than microwave i have yet to figure out micro convection yes okay but i can't figure out how the thing works yeah i tried once to use it as an oven and it started smoking so i gave up and i haven't tried since so micro convection oven think of that oven in terms of the easy bake oven (laughs) Right, yeah, that's kind of what I, it's I figured. It's going to take a lot longer, and uh, you just have to cope with it. I know. I haven't I haven't played with it yet, but I do miss having kind of that secondary oven, I will say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the storage on the back of the island, I think, is a really great, great use of space, especially with all the open floor plans now. Typically, there is that space. Um, I know even in our old house, we had that, and we actually did not put hardware on it. So it just looked like molding. Okay. Um, but it was very functional, held a lot of stuff. For us, it held a lot of our, you know, when you get married, you think you have to have 30 wine glasses. I don't know who tells you this yeah. or why you think this, but so that's, it held our 30 wine glasses okay. that we never touched besides mm-hmm. the four. <laughs> yep. At least one taking up valuable space somewhere. I know, else. right? And then when we moved, we're like, okay. Enough of that. Pared it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But good place to hide those small appliances. Um, so other really, we kind of touched on this briefly, but organizing the trash, you know, a trash can in your kitchen can be really invasive. They're also really unappealing. I mean, they smell, yeah. they're not attractive but they're looking. They're really functional too. I they, mean, they hold a lot of trash, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, designing that into your space. Stuff at the kitchen sink and you just want to be able to pitch it right in the the trash bin yeah. that's pulled out. It's just so handy. And then you just close it. Yeah. So, But I mean, designing it into your kitchen and mm-hmm. having it be in a cabinet uh, is so much more functional, in my opinion, yeah. opposed to the one sitting on the end of the island or next to the kitchen or whatever you the case is. You mean that's sitting out. Yeah, yeah the okay. freestanding. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, a lot of people <clears throat> maybe factor in the garbage, but not the recycling or, you know, Maybe they're really into composting, but coming up with solutions in your design for those elements, for the recycling, for the trash, for composting, again, getting things off the counter, it just really increases the functionality of your kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, just for you and how you work in your home. Especially when in kitchens that don't have a lot of counter space. Yeah. Counter space is so critical, Mm -hmm. especially if there's two people working at the same time. if it's a small kitchen, it seems like both people need to be in the same spot. You know, yeah. To get, whatever. It's like you're always walking over each other. Yeah. So in in kitchens with tight space with countertops, that's where it becomes even more critical to have that counter space open and available. Yeah, I think so. I know I find myself using an area of our kitchen that is very small counter space, countertop space wise, 
Um, but because of where it's at, no one else is in my way there. Okay. So it ends yeah. up being functional, even though it has small area of counter space, mm-hmm. no one else is in my way. So yeah. I like it. Yep. It's good. <laughs> but, um, but you know, just really kind of thinking through again with that trash and things like that. Um, there's the ones that have the double front and back for yeah. trash and recycling. Yep. Um, I always like those. And often if we're having, you know, a large gathering, we'll make them both trash. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. that sort yeah. of thing, but very functional. Yeah. Yep. And again, it's just a, in a drawer unit. You yeah. Just one action. You pull it out. You got your recycle and trash or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Working at the sink, it's pulled out. You just pitch in there, whatever you want to feelings yeah. or who knows what. And there you go. We'll be yeah. right back after this break. And you are listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. And I'm Gary Demas. Really pleased to be here with Jamie Brodslavsky. Jamie, you're our marketing director. Mm-hmm. And you do a lot of marketing. I do. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> of course, I got to say, our like our office staff, I think we're pretty doggone flexible. We'll do pretty much anything that needs done, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say Which so. Which is fun. Yeah. Absolutely. We all kind of jump in and get her done. Get her done. <laughs> I mean, I think that that also attributes to being employee owned. We're yeah. all kind of there for the same goal and whatever needs done needs done. Yep. So, but yes. So today we're talking about small spaces. Uh, well, actually, it's organized I guess spaces. good organized spaces in a kitchen. If yeah. you're just tuning in, welcome aboard. Um, so we've been through three segments. This mm-hmm. is the final segment this yeah. morning. So, so now, we've touched on a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that the organization that goes inside of all the cabinetry is a lot of times our customer's favorite part of their kitchen. You know, just that kind of high function. People love the pegs in the drawers holding yeah. their stuff still. Or It's like unique. Uh, yeah. And again, it's that little spark of joy in a mundane right. task that mm-hmm. just makes things really smoothly. Um, you know, we talked about earlier, for me, the only thing I keep out on my counter is the coffee stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of our kitchens, the design and thought of the coffee area is very heavily planned out. Other clients have just their little old Mr. Coffee and they mm-hmm. drink it, but they don't care that much about it, don't mind it on the counter. And then we have those that want the built-in Miele espresso machine that makes them a awesome cappuccino every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you know, thinking that through in your design, even if it's just a Keurig, even if all you have on your counter, all you like to have is a is a Keurig, there's still the thought process of okay, well, where are the pods for the Keurig? How far is the trash can from the Keurig that you're gonna have to throw out the pods? and you need to get water into the Keurig Mm -hmm. or the coffee maker or whatever it is. There's all the stuff that goes along with it, um, no matter how you make your coffee. So thinking through that of, okay, if this is where you're gonna keep your coffee maker, you know, do you want your stuff in a cabinet above, a cabinet below, a drawer? What's the most functional kind of way for you to work? Um, And thinking through that and planning, making that part of your plan. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the coffee mugs, there's, for us anyways, we have our coffee mugs and then we have our coffee canteens for when we're leaving. Um, so we need storage for both. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right, Gary? I don't know anything about it. No, nothing. No. Our, in our kitchen, if we're having company, we have to go buy some coffee or somewhere. Really? Yeah. We just, oh. neither Linda nor I have ever drank coffee. Well, so, I never drank coffee until I had kids. Yeah. And then it became habit forming. <laughs> <laughs> And enjoyable. For me, I, I mm-hmm. enjoy it. I enjoy the, the yeah. taste of coffee. But mm-hmm. I like having something warm like that in the morning. It's yeah. a good way to wake up. Yep. But It's a comfort time, right? It is. It's mm-hmm. comforting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, you know, planning that area in your kitchen and everything that goes along with it is is really important. In our, in our old house, our coffee was on the complete opposite side of our refrigerator. It literally oh, could not have been further. Horrors. What's that? Horrors. I, it was awful. I can't imagine. It was at least 10 steps to get oh, water. Can you it's walk way yourself too many to steps. Death. I, it's really, it's, I'm exhausted still. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really unfunctional um, yeah. to, to have to go all the way over there to get the filtered water out of the fridge, bring it all the way back to the coffee, mm-hmm. to bring it all the way back and put it in the fridge. And then throwing, I mean, it was far away from everything. It just really didn't function. Um, and so a well-planned design is just going to function so much better. Yeah. Um, and that well-planned design is going to be, as we mentioned in an earlier segment, around the client's interests. Exactly. And what do they really use? What do they not use that frequently? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times, too, it can transition. Because I know, like, you in your old house, you had a smoothie area. Yeah. A dedicated spot that you made your smoothies. That could really simply transition to the coffee area for mm-hmm. us. Sure. You know, it had a sink. It had yeah. water. It had everything you needed. Um, to do coffee as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, you know, people get caught up in designing just for them because they're worried about resale. Mm -hmm. But so many of these things are really transitional to other hobbies or interests or ways of working in a kitchen. Um, You know, even a wine bar in a kitchen or having a bar area in a kitchen, you know, for some people that's a high priority. For other people, they don't need it at all. Mm -hmm. But there's usually something that works, you know, as a transition or as an alternative for that space. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. And that's also part of design is taking what's there and using it to its full advantage, you know, as you're reworking a kitchen, creating a new kitchen. Yeah. You're dealing with, uh, like plumbing mm-hmm. sinks, where are sinks and drains in the area? Yeah. And how can you take full advantage of them? And of course, a lot of times we have to move that stuff, but it's, it's for a very good reason if we do. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I think, too, when we're designing a kitchen and having kind of that initial interview of what you need in the space, what you want in the space, how you use the space, things like that. You know, a beverage fridge is another great example of something that can be used in a lot of different ways. Even if there's a wine fridge or a beverage fridge in your home and maybe you move into this home and you don't drink, well, there's sodas, there's iced tea, there's Kombucha. There's, kombucha. Yeah, it can yep. be your kombucha fridge. Um, so it can it can relay to anybody's wants and needs. A well-designed kitchen um, will function well for almost anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but Absolutely. yeah. That's our job as kitchen designers to make it function well. Yeah. I think one of the other really cool things um, that's challenged that challenges our designers in a good way um, is the unique angles we end up having to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're often taking down walls that meet up with another room and maybe that room comes out at a 45 degree angle from the squared kitchen. Um, and we build cabinetry around that and things like that and 
can either make it look completely straight in the front or we play with the angles and having designers like ours that have the know-how and the understanding of how all that functions together to make sure that doors have enough room to open all the way, Mm -hmm. you know, to make sure that when they're closed, they're flush. You know, those types of elements are what really stands out to me in a well-designed kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, not putting the refrigerator against the wall so that you can't open the refrigerator door all the Mm way. there's there's definitely elements and and having been with Dave Fox for so long now, I'm very hyper aware of those elements. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which makes me an awful critic in a kitchen. Well, it's like you, they say the devil's in the details, right? And oh. a kitchen is nothing but details. It really is. Yeah. I mean, our interior designers, the amount of minute detail they have to think of in a day, is honestly a little daunting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was going through one of our kitchen designs and. They built out, it was kind of a waterfall front island, and they did the cabinets on the back for extra storage, and they had to build out an extra, maybe a few inches of filler on each side to make sure that the cabinet doors underneath could swing open enough that they're functional, even Mm -hmm. though the waterfall went beyond them. And it's like thinking through that, you have to be, you have to be that person. You have to be in that industry Mm -hmm. and kind of really have a full understanding of of the domino effect every design decision you have makes that's so true kitchen design is i mean every kitchen designer has made a fair amount of mistakes in the past Mm -hmm. and through those you know when you've had to buy a replacement cabinet because the one you know the drawer won't open because of the door casing or who knows what (laughs) yeah or the refrigerator door won't open as you mentioned there's so many areas to get caught in the kitchen design and Fortunately, over a lot of experience, we've been able to minimize those to a great degree, but we're still human. We still make mistakes, but we recover from them. Thank you for tuning in to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. We really appreciate all of our listeners, and like you uh, coming here every Sunday morning at 8, we'll be back next Sunday.